0: This Midwestern Vanilla podcast is brought to you by Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com/jumbled, get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. They've got over 180,000 titles to choose from, so you're not going to have any trouble finding one, even if you only like reading the same thing all the time. I can relate. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Jumbled, your favorite podcast about nothing. I'm Zach. And Johnny, guess where he is? That little rascal, he is still in Japan. Uh, I hope Johnny's having a great time. The, uh, the communication has been to a minimum, as it should when, when you're on vacation. Uh, but he did let me know that he is out, I think, until Friday. Friday he gets back. Um, and then he'll be back this coming week, for sure, for a new episode um, I hate having to keep release these, uh, jumbled rewinds, but you know what? I just, I can't, uh, I'm feeling like I just can't hold the podcast on my shoulders, uh, for as long as I want to. Um, so I'm going to release, uh, a previous episode. Now we've had a lot of episodes, um, you know, this is what, 117, something like that. Uh, and I'm looking at the names of our previous episodes and, uh, boy, they, uh, they're really weird. <laughs> That's one thing I've noticed about, uh, our, our naming scheme for these because I make them up and I'm a strange person. Um, so I'm just going based solely on the name of the episode. I don't really recall what exactly was said inside of the episode but uh we are just gonna go with it and we'll see we'll see how it goes this is going to be episode 85 jumbled rewind episode 85 oh mish (laughs) i think that has to do with missionary uh yeah i think that's uh i like that a lot uh you know what i can laugh at my own uh and my own choices. And and when I choose the names of these episodes, I laugh at them. And that's why they get named what they get named. Um, and so I hope you guys enjoy Jumbled Rewind from episode 85, Omish. We'll see you guys next week with some brand new content, I promise. <coughs> favorite podcast about nothing i'm zach and i'm johnny hey johnny what's up bud
1: oh you know just ran home from work stuffed you, you my face run
0: were you like forrest gump
1: uh no i drove home somewhat like a madman yeah. didn't want to keep you waiting you know
0: <laughs> you're like cutting people off in traffic and get like the
1: fuck get out of my way people
0: flipping you the bird you're like i gotta get i gotta get home get on a skype call it's important yeah, man, I
1: got a podcast, and my yep. boy,
0: Zach, with the heavy K, is waiting for me. You motherfucker. <laughs> you know that gets on, on my nerves. I know, that's why, why I do, do you? Why do
1: you do that? Why because do you want it, to do that to me? Because I get the tiniest little rise out of you, and I love it. Well, you also, know what? I'm not going to respond anymore. Uh, well, then I'll probably stop doing it, because I only do it to get a rise out of you. Okay. Um, so I'm having this really weird OCD moment right now, and you're going to mm-hmm. laugh. Have I told you about the dick table?
0: <laughs> no, but I feel
1: like I need to hear this. Okay. So, like six years ago, it was my buddy Matt's one of his three bachelor parties because he was a groomzilla. Mm hmm. That's right. I said three, he had three literally. All of which I had to travel for. Um, Thanks, Matt. Cock Ass. Um, (laughs) -ass. (laughs) And we wanted to get a beer pong table. We didn't really have a beer pong table. We were going to make one, and it was a big thing. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go, and I'm going to buy one of those plastic folding tables. And it will work. It's not great, but it will work. Right. Um, So I did that. And it was a pretty good call. And I was like, you know what? Let's get a bunch of Sharpies, and then people can sign it and draw on it and do whatever they want on it. Um, Naturally, because all my friends are mature, especially at that point in life, um, there's a lot of dicks on this table. Well, this table has become the dick table or the beer pong table, and I've carried it around with me to several parties when I used to party, granted, years ago. And uh, everywhere I'd go, I'd bring Sharpies, and people would sign it. They would, you know, it's kind of a story, a history of there's some beer pong tournament stats on it. Um, nice. There's some really questionable portraits of people. Um, <laughs> a lot of penises and some weird sexual scenes that are going on. Sure. Anyway, so I've had this table for a long time. And when I set up Frozen Tundra Studios C in the mm. basement, I needed a table. And I was like, well, time to bust out the old dick table. <laughs> so I've been using it down here for a while. And then this past weekend we had friends giving and we had a bunch of people over and we needed some more table space. So I thought, okay, well I'll bust out the old dick table. So (laughs) I dismantled my computer and everything and left it on the ground and then dragged this table upstairs. And Al was like, no, we're not using that table. I was like, we'll we'll put a tablecloth over it. No one's going to see all the dicks. Plus everyone who's coming has drawn a dick on this table. Right. What's the big deal? Um, that didn't fly so then I had to put together a different table that was in storage Um, but what I'm trying to say with my OCD moment is I set up the dick table in a panic um, getting ready for the podcast today and I put it upside down or backwards however you want to look at it so now I feel discombobulated on my table because I'm looking at fresh images in front of me oh
0: you've switched it up a little bit so what the back what used to be the back is now the front
1: yeah and now it feels weird but i am starting to see a bunch of other random little drawings that i didn't notice before so i guess there's some some pros to
0: that yeah the dick table dude that's hilarious the old dick table it's it's like uh did your friends ever like ask um specifically for you to bring the dick table was
1: oh yeah it came to every party we had. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna text you a couple of pictures so you can see specifically what I'm talking about. Sure. Some a snap, of the vulg-
0: snap a few. We'll some we'll of the vul-
1: The vulgarity. No, we're definitely not going over them in the podcast. No. Okay. One, I don't want to share it. Two,
0: some of them are not appropriate. Oh, we have an explicit <laughs> tag on this podcast.
1: Yeah, I, I guess that's true. I should I should say some of them, I just don't want people knowing that this is on one of my tables. Fair. Did you know that in Snapchat you have a
0: gray beard? I do. Yeah. No, I didn't. Somebody must have changed me or something, maybe. Maybe. I don't know, dude. Cause it's or I'm sending linked. it to some other Zach. It's, no, you sent it to me. Oh, okay. Because I just... Uh, Okay. Oh, very nice. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody's understanding what I'm looking at right now, but uh, let me tell you, it is a...
1: It's it's not appropriate. There are a lot of
0: dicks. I think one of them is um, specifically modeled after you. Uh, Well, soft, yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually a tracing of my genitalia. Oh, Nice. Yeah, you just flopped it on the table, and they—it's sort of like how—I don't know uh, if you guys did this for like Canadian Thanksgiving or whatever. But when we were kids, you know, you'd draw your hand, and then you'd have the the thumb be the turkey's head, and then the feathers were all your other fingers. Yeah. Um, it's sort of like you did that with your dick on the dick table.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Perfect, dude.
1: Moral of the story is. Dick tables aren't appropriate for friendsgiving.
0: Whatever. I I feel like if it was like a family Thanksgiving, then sure.
1: I'm pretty sure this. My mom has seen this table because for a little while it was actually
0: sitting in their basement. Oh, was fr- it really? We sprung a leak. Oh shit, Johnny's bleed. Johnny, I'm it- always bleeding from somewhere, man. <laughs> if you're not bleeding from an ear if you're not pulling blood out of an ear you're pulling it oh, out of yeah your nose, it's dude. it's i had a rough go yesterday oh is it is it not calming down it was good for a while and then yesterday i kind of got
1: messed up and now oh. apparently i did get need in the nose yesterday too and i thought i was okay and now of course i don't get a nosebleed until we start recording
0: <laughs> yeah i late onset nosebleed you got a little bit in your stash just that a makes, just a little stain. Jesus, stop.
1: Well, I, I like it's like, man, my nose is running crazy. I know I'm a little sick, but it doesn't usually run out of this nostril.
0: That's funny. Yeah. And it's really warm. Yeah, What's happening?
1: And delicious. There we go. We'll just
0: Johnny, if if you I know you can't talk about it, but if you're in a fight club blink three times.
1: <laughs> I mean, technically yes, technically no. Ooh, that's a lot of blood. That is a lot uh, of blood. Um, I mean, I do fight multiple times a week,
0: training anyways. I know you can't, well, but you're breaking the rule talking about it, right?
1: Well, you know,
0: I'll get paid, I'll pay for it
1: later with more nosebleeds and cauliflower ear. Jesus but.
0: Christ, man.
1: You it's, better, like, it's gather not those stopping. Up.
0: <laughs> You know what? The Red Cross would actually use that, dude. Holy crap. Save it up, you can ring it out, dude. Ring it out for the Red Cross.
1: Oh, man, I almost sent a picture of my uh my ear blood yesterday on on Snap because I found this weird little well and it just came pouring out. Oh no. All right, we're just going to we're just going <laughs> to shove it up in there. It's <laughs> far as i could go
0: <laughs> yeah i've done that before too
1: oh what a podcast eh let's talk about my dick table and then let's describe me getting a nosebleed on yeah. air
0: yeah a lot of a lot of visual things that you guys have not seen but have heard all of and now that now you get to hear johnny's voice as he <laughs> as he has one nostril clogged up you know what that's this podcast man i make no apologies for this podcast that's true
1: i was thinking about it the other day and it Excuse me. Um, it's like sometimes I feel bad because we just ramble, and well, one, we're growing, so that's good. Two, yeah, it's not like we we don't hide that. We don't say we put together a quality podcast. We just right. kind of go, and that's quality in our opinion, and right. a, f- a bunch
0: of other people too. So, I have no a feeling way. like even if we got big, that we would still well like... bigger. You mean? Well, no, like let's use what I'm proper saying... adjectives here well okay if we got massive let me say that okay if we when we get to joe rogan status right if we got up to that level i have a feeling we would still be doing the same sort of podcast uh there's no other way with more with more hosts or with more guests but um or different guests yeah or different guests i would (laughs) like to do some more interviews actually i miss doing interviews
1: who can we interview
0: uh you know we never followed back up with Larry so we can get him on uh, oh, I think yeah. probably at any point but it would be good it'd be good to get some other people too. I'm so, so.
1: god it won't I made it worse. I'm sorry <laughs> friends. I don't want to start recording again. I'm just this bleeding is, everywhere. This
0: feels this feels like a like an SNL sketch or like <laughs> like a progressively worse and worse uh nosebleed. Yep to the point where
1: my whole room will be filled with blood and I'll almost be drowning in it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, so, uh,
1: all right. I think we got it under control.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think, I think even if we got up to the point where we, we were as big as like the big podcast, we would still have the same sort of podcast in like whoever our producer is or edits our podcast or whatever. Just be would shaking have, their head the entire time. Well, but they would have the easiest job because it would be so much of not cutting anything out. You know, like, I yeah, I, do, that's true. I, I, literally do not remove anything from the middles. I, cut, I, I, I trim up the ends. Sometimes I even put some, some of the stuff from the beginning at the end. And I cut it in the middle somewhere, and then I put our sponsor read in put music on the front and back and then that's it
1: that reminds me i need to do november's book when darkness falls he doesn't catch it
0: Ooh, uh you got time you got like two weeks
1: i Uh do um so one thing that i meant to talk to you about via text but you know what since we're just going on this and we've accepted the rambling um I'm in Mexico next weekend, so okay. we need to do a double up, or we got to get a guest on, or you got to do a solo,
0: or something along those lines, you know? Okay. Yeah. Um, I know that I am out this weekend. Well, not this whole weekend, but I'm out on Saturday, so I won't be here all day on Saturday. I'll be here, like, probably later on Saturday. I don't know exactly what time, but... Um, the uh, my daughters are doing this day class thing and uh,
1: nice daughters doing day class things
0: yeah so so we're uh we're going to that all day on saturday and
1: but a... we will record on monday which is my birthday and i expect for you to do a special birthday episode for me and i would like joe to be there if possible okay he's been avoiding me since he admitted defeat in ping pong fucking pansy you
0: know what you brought joe up (coughs) you brought joe up last week and we didn't really get to joe we didn't really talk about joe that much that's true so you'd said before we jumped in all the ufc talk that joe had uh he'd countered to to uh your argument that it was all over and done with
1: oh yeah he was making up excuses that's just what joe does There's two things. Actually, I'll say there's three things Joe is really, really good at, at least out of the 10 plus years that I've known Joe. Has it Mm -hmm. been 10 years? It's been over 10 years since I've known you guys. It's wild. One, sleeping. Mm -hmm. Two, procrastinating. Mm -hmm. And three, which kind of goes in with two, making excuses. Joe, I beat your ass. There ain't (laughs) nothing you can do about it. Boom!
0: It's true, it's true. He did. He hopped on the uh, the group, the group text, and he. I think Joe's a couple episodes behind, so he'll hear this in two he's weeks always, or whatever. He's
1: behind in a lot of things, especially ping pong skills.
0: <laughs> but um, but yeah, he was listening to the podcast and sort of uh, responding to it while listening. And uh, he's you're right. He's got he's full of the excuses. Yep. And I get
1: it. He doesn't... Thousands of people are hearing that I've destroyed him mentally and physically and spiritually in ping pong. And that's embarrassing. And it's okay, Joe. A little practice. You might be able to start tying me when I use my left hand.
0: (laughs) Maybe. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But, you know, he's going to have to... You know, this is the second Forrest Gump mention that I've made this uh, this podcast. I'm going to see how many Forrest Gump Ooh, mentions I, see. I can we just make theme. it. I'm just going to make as many Forrest Gump references as I can. Sounds but reasonable. He's, he's just going to have to set up a uh, ping pong table, throw it up halfway, and then just you know do that for 14 years, and then maybe he'll be able to step to your left hand.
1: Maybe. We'll maybe. see. Speaking we'll see. Of,
0: speaking of my left hand, uh, it's not really my left hand; it's my left shoulder. I got uh, what'd you a, do? Well, no, I, I'm not injured or anything. I got a uh a flu shot today. Have you gotten <clears> have you gotten a flu shot?
1: No, and I probably should though i felt like I've started get getting sick, like my my throat has been pretty sore, I'm obviously congested, but now I don't know if that's just blood. Um <laughs> you're or you're bleeding or internally.
0: Who knows? Who uh, knows? Man, you're I'm just, always bleeding. You're um, <laughs> just blood everywhere. <clears throat>
1: But I have been feeling off for a little while Like I have been fighting something off Mm -hmm. Um, And I I was thinking today Because I work in and around a hospital Mm -hmm. And there's lots of medical facilities around me That are advertising flu shots And I was thinking to myself That I should get a flu shot And Mm -hmm. then I got busy and lazy and procrastinated And now I don't Anything? No, it is free But now I don't now I don't know if it's worthwhile getting if I'm already starting to get sick you know
0: yeah well that's uh I I, I feel like it's worth it because the flu shots cover multiple different strains of the flu that's true and I'm also playing that game I'm sorry I'm playing that game where I should
1: go and get the flu shot but some people get sick from the flu shot but I want to get it before I leave to Mexico because I don't want to get the flu in Mexico but if I get it I get the flu shot now maybe I'll get sick and it will time out when I'm in Mexico you know
0: I feel like you're overthinking this but oh that's uh,
1: pretty standard John activities (laughs) let's take a minor minor detail yeah and let's mull it over for a good 15 hours straight obsessively
0: I would say number one I think that the idea that people get sick from the flu shot is largely um incorrect you think I think I used to think that um but I I feel like I just got not the flu but I feel like I just happened to get like a cold or something directly Mm. after I got the you know what I'm saying because it's that time of year you know and your kids are getting or kids are getting back in school you don't have kids but my kids say what are you talking
1: about kids I have kids
0: (laughs) you got dogs um Like, the kids are all getting getting back in school, and they are little Petri dishes. They bring home stuff, and you just catch whatever they catch. I feel like I've had a couple different things that have probably come out of a school since they've started this Mm. year. But I got my flu shot today because I didn't want to chance it. I was like, screw it. They were doing it at work. It was, you know, free because I'm insured, whatever. So i was like why not so i went up to get it i've I, and i'm not a needle person like i don't like needles at all i've become it's e- easier to deal with them now as an adult like i understand that it's gonna pinch or whatever but yeah i felt like it was much more difficult to <clears throat> uh, to deal with that as a child because you couldn't you didn't know how to deal with the the emotions that were coursing through your body, you know? But so you, it was more just hyping yourself up than anything when when you're younger, I think. But it didn't the the actual shot didn't hurt at all, but now like I'm so sore. Like my I, about right here is about how far I can lift it before it starts getting like uh-huh. uncomfortable or painful. So he got me good. Great bedside manner, though. That, right that to nurse. the bone.
1: That's how you know it's in there, real good. You just keep going until the needle breaks off.
0: Well, and I asked him. I asked him to give me the shot in the dick, but he wouldn't.
1: Mm. Mm, well, he wouldn't do well, it. What a what a um, non progressive doctor. What's the opposite? What a conservative doctor won't yeah. even do needles in. The dick stem, because yeah. we all know that's where the most blood is. That's the fastest way.
0: One hundred percent. And dick I wanted, stem and butthole. I wanted to make a uh, a pun off of flu, and I wanted I wanted to say like something about skin flute, you know? Because <laughs> it's then it's because now it's still about the dick, but now it has a double meaning because I've got little strains of dead flu mm. in my in my genitals. So, I had to do, speaking of doctors, um, mm-hmm. so I got a
1: new family doctor. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's in my building. <clears throat>
0: okay.
1: She's pretty young. I'm not going to lie. So, I would like to start this conversation off by saying I wanted a new family doctor because I live in a different side of the city. Okay. And my other, my old family doctor was a 40-minute drive from my house. So, really inconvenient. Sure. And... In the building where I work in, it's it's like the hospital professional building. There is a family mm-hmm. doctor and stuff in there. And it said two doctors, excuse me, hired, like now taking new patients. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I was like, okay, cool. So I call them and say, hey, uh, this is my current family doctor. Here's where they are. I work in this building. Uh, I saw you guys are taking new patients. Um, can I sign up? And they're like, sure. Do you want... This doctor or this doctor, and I was like, I don't care. Whoever can get me in right away, and they're like, Great, you're now with—I won't say their name—but this doctor, and right. it—it's a pretty generic last name. I'm like, All right, whatever. Um, so I go for my meet and greet. It turns out this doctor is young, mm-hmm, and a woman, mm-hmm, and extremely attractive. Yeah. And it kind of threw me off, which is weird because it shouldn't. And not that I don't think she's a good doctor; she's actually probably one of the best doctors I've had. Um, right. But I had this moment where, it's, where I had to question, like, do I, do I, like, am I comfortable sharing things about my body with you? Yeah. And then she, you know, wanted to schedule a physical, and I, I was thinking about, They're oh, like, man. whoa,
0: lady, don't you see the a f- ring?
1: A physical. Like, you're going to do the old, like, ball ball roll and cough thing, and you're going to show a finger at my butt, and <laughs> you're attractive, and this is oddly, like, sexual, and I don't want to make this uncomfortable, because you're kind of cool. Um, she avoided those those parts of the physical, because she's like, you're young enough, I'm pretty sure you're okay, and I was like, mm-hmm. thank you. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I had this, so now I have this weird um, thing with my doctor, where... I'm intimidated by her brains and her attractiveness and then I'm also becoming a little bit crazy of like, well, I don't want to go see her for lots of things because now she might think that I'm just making up excuses to go see her. Like I said, overthinking things. (laughs) This is where I'm at. Tore my MCL. I'm like, man, I really need to see my doctor. But I don't want to go there. She's going to think I'm just making up excuses to see her.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well... That's why you only go for valid reasons.
1: Yeah, torn MCL is a valid reason to go to the doctor. 100%. Uh, but no, she's pretty cool. Um, and she's pretty progressive, which mm-hmm. I appreciate. So I'm fairly yeah. confident if I asked for her for the flu shot, she'd give it to me in the dick stem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's where we were going with the whole story. Okay, I got it. I got it. Um, I was going to say... Know, did you know Sorry. that
1: dick piercings, you have to be somewhat erect? i think we talked about that with Lacey.
0: wait did we talk i know we talked about dick piercings but i didn't know if it was that you had to be erect yeah
1: that just freaks me out the fact that yeah you have to be somewhat erect
0: jesus christ i mean yeah I, how do you do yeah. that how do you how how do you you got to be a masochist well i
1: mean we all are in our own ways right or is that just me
0: uh, I mean, I don't know. You're you're currently hanging yourself upside down by your ballsack. That I've wanted to say something the entire time, <laughs> but no, I, I mean, thought I thought it wouldn't make sense in the context of the podcast. But now that you've brought up mac- masochism, I feel like we can talk about the hooks through your scrotum.
1: <laughs> uh, I need some good scrotum clamping videos to send you.
0: <laughs> you haven't. Okay. We're jumping around a lot, but you haven't sent any, and it's sort of disappointing. You haven't sent anything to the You're group chat in a while.
1: Well, yeah. truthfully, my porn consumption has gone down significantly as of late. Uh, got married. hey oh <laughs> Yeah, man. That's Attaboy. right. I waited till marriage. <laughs>
0: sure. <laughs> sure you did. Uh, yeah. I'm a good boy. You know what? Everybody who listens to this podcast, even if they don't know you, they know that is a <laughs> flat-out lie. You have a dick table that's been circulating for years, dude. For years you uh, had had a true. dick table. You can't not have a you can't have a dick table and and also be a virgin. Um, well, isn't the, isn't the definition
1: of a virgin of having not been penetrated by the male penis? I don't know why I had to say the male penis, I guess, if you have a penis.
0: Yeah, what, like the female penis? What is that, just a large clitoris? A really
1: long clit?
0: (laughs) No, so... uh, I don't think it's only females that can be virgins, if that's what you're asking.
1: Oh, well, I don't know. This is too scientific for me.
0: (laughs) I mean, I've never heard that... uh, been an argument before, that there can only be one sex that can be a virgin. Sure, you... Sure, they can have uh, sure females have a hymen and all that stuff that that breaks, but that could also break from horse riding or other drastic. Wow, injuries. horse
1: riding, mm.
0: other <laughs> riding horse dicks is what I mean. They're in a weird shit. Some some of those, but
1: uh... uh you're right. It just says a person who has never had sexual intercourse, um, but anal I... doesn't count.
0: Yeah, butt play doesn't count, dude. Duh. Here's Here's a question.
1: Ooh, I love questions. Ask away. If a female. Is it weird to say female? I had this conversation with Al, and I said female about something, and she said that that was weird or uh, well, somewhat disrespectful instead of saying
0: woman. Well, and I'm not meaning to be disrespectful, but it's just like well, that's how I, I felt. That obviously I,
1: wasn't saying, "Come here, you stupid female." Well, I was just saying, it's
0: scientific this... too. Like, well, there's... which
1: I also thought was weird because she's an engineer and very scientific. So I yeah. was really perplexed saying I didn't say girl. So, see, to me, saying girl is right a little bit more degrading than th- yeah. And but I now I myself... become super conscious about it. Because
0: I, yeah. I say male and female all the time, but maybe yeah. I should be saying man and woman. Dude, I don't know. I I don't even know what. Today, you know what, that's funny you said that. Because today, at work, they were doing uh, this first floor get-together <laughs> party thing because somebody was uh soon going to be getting married. Mm-hmm. So they threw like this surprise thing or whatever and they bust out a karaoke machine. Alright. So they were like, Alright, we're gonna do uh we're gonna do guys versus girls. And then and then the uh the partner who was talking about it was like, Oh, well maybe I shouldn't say girls, it seems like a little too amateur and, and so I was like sitting yeah. on my computer and so I was like, females and then I heard somebody say, Don't say females. Yeah. what, What what <laughs> It's so confusing. I and I'm not saying it in like a derogatory fashion. It's just like I speak in a context of being a male so often. Yeah. That I don't
1: know, man. It's weird. It's a weird world and I'm try- I just want to be respectful, but sometimes it's just I don't know. Well, sometimes I, And maybe yeah. that makes me sound like an asshole and maybe we're going to yeah. get a lot of hate mail or people are going to stop listening to us cuz we're two mumbling idiots about Sex in modern society, but I I just feel like if some some person, I'll say person, says calls me a boy, boys versus girls, I'm not getting upset about it, and I get that there's maybe some biasness to that or whatever. I don't know. I like to think that I'm a pretty big supporter of women's rights in general, right? Um, but. But I, I just think that some people take things a little too far. Like, don't say female. Well, aren't we males and female? Like, the female sex, the male sex? I don't right.
0: know. Where well, do you, and where, I think... What's right Right. I think a lot of people are quick to jump on what somebody says without understanding the person. And, like, yeah. what, what they think and, and who they are. And seeing, oh, well... You know, obviously they weren't meaning it in this way. Mm. People, but people are quick about judging like that. All right, let's stop and take a second to talk about our sponsor for today's podcast, Audible. Head over to Audibletrial.com slash jumbled, get your free thirty day trial and a free audiobook. The book that I am going to recommend, the audiobook I'm gonna recommend rather, for the month of May. Uh, you know what? It might be spring, but winter is coming, that's right. This audiobook is A Game of Thrones, A Song of Ice and Fire, book one. Guess how long this thing is? 33 hours and 46 minutes. Now, if you wanted to get some bang for your Audible buck, uh, which there is no buck because you're getting a free audiobook, uh, this is the one you want to pick out. You're getting over a day's worth of content here. Uh, this book is by George R. R. Martin, narrated by Roy Dotrice. I think it's a it's a book about that daytime TV game show where they sell really fancy chairs. Uh, I guess winter is coming sometime soon. But I hope you guys enjoy. Head over to audibletrial.com/jumbled and uh, hey, somebody let me know how to get on that game show.
1: This is a really point. So, do you remember the whole Roseanne Barr situation? yeah when she tweeted allegedly tweeted something racist and i'm gonna say allegedly in air quotes and here's why um so she finally was on joe rogan's podcast Mm -hmm. and if you haven't listened to it i highly suggest everyone listens to it because it kind of talks about things from her perspective um and what happened and was the tweet questionable without a doubt was it distasteful absolutely especially when you just look at it from the context of that tweet, that hundred and some characters or whatever it was. Sure. Um, but Joe Rogan was very adamant to jump to her defense and say, one, she was on Ambien, two, she has mental health issues, three, it's 140 characters out of this person's life that's taken out of context. Mm-hmm. So he had her on the podcast and, and she kind of explained things from her perspective, um, which was really interesting. I... I was really torn between feeling bad for her and hating her, mm-hmm. um, so I'm very neutral on the Roseanne Barr situation. Uh, but I can I can em- empathize with her point of view. Um, but essentially, she was saying that it wasn't a raci- racially motivated thing. She was talking about the Iran deal, um, and that there was some like Southern cultural thing and like a bunch of shit, um, and that people didn't actually look at what she, the message that she was trying to say they just jumped of. oh this is an opportunity to say Roseanne's racist so we're going to go all over it mm. um, again I'm not taking a side I don't think she should have wrote the tweet period I think the fallout of what happened was maybe a little bit ridiculous but once you get that racist label no one wants to associate with you um, but anyways I felt really perplexed on like part of me felt bad for her for what happened and this tweet Mm -hmm. and, and her perspective of that this got taken out of context and it this huge thing. The other hand of me, part of me felt really bad for her because I think she's actually batshit crazy. Yeah. And I, I honestly don't think that she knows what she says all the time. And she was talking about being institutionalized like a couple times when she was a kid and some like fucked up shit that happened to her as a kid. So I'm like, oh my God, like I feel bad for you for this. And mm. clearly this explains your mental health issues and why you're on Ambient and Ambient's been proven to be a little bit of a psychotic inducing drug. So like there's so many factors into this, but no one really looked at the big picture and just focused on this tweet, these couple sentences, which were fucked up. I'm saying one hundred percent, she should not have wrote, written that. No matter what the context was, I just right. think our general society reaction to it—that's I think what bothers me—is that there wasn't due process. It was sure. let's look at this this tiny tweet of you know billions of words that this person has spoken and all of her actions and judge her based on this moment where she was on a drug that is known to cause loopiness. Um, yeah. So that was the part I think that that i felt bad for more that there we didn't do our due diligence as a society before just jumping down her throat and eviscerating her life um because let's be honest everyone in this world has said or done something that deep down inside they regret or are not proud of or is
0: questionable Sure, but I think the difference uh, the difference between us doing something like that and Roseanne doing something like that is obviously she's got a lot more eyes on her so you have to you have to practice a lot of self control especially when it comes to stuff like social media where you're leaving a footprint regardless how what you do no matter how long your tweet was up people are screenshotting it people you know like you you have to be a lot more cautious about, it. and it's just part of the deal, you know. You, you... I agree,
1: one hundred percent. I just don't like outrage-natured society, which is what we've gotten to. Is that sure. everyone's looking for something to be pissed off about and to be um, a social justice warrior about, and then that and that's great. And I think there's a lot of causes, good causes, that get support from that. But I also think there's a lot of people that are just they're miserable inside and they're trying to find a way to make someone else's life miserable in the hopes that that will provide a little bit of, of happiness of some Mm. weird fucked up way in their life. Yeah, You know, I just think there's definitely Hills as a society we should die on. And I think there's a lot that we should learn to let go and focus on the more important issues at hand. Right.
0: Yeah. I, I can agree with that. Um, there are definitely a, a lot of well, and you like you said, you only see so much, yeah. Right? It's like it's like everybody's heard the ice the the iceberg metaphor. You know, you only see the tip, the tip of the iceberg, and then there's so much going on underneath the surface that you don't even see. So, mm-hmm. I can agree with that, and I I definitely know there's for a lot of people, and who knows for stuff like uh, Kanye West and people we've been talking about, like might have legitimate mental issues that need to be addressed. Um, yeah. And, and that's, and that's the,
1: that's kind of the irony that I took is that we're, there's this huge push for mental health, which I 100% support for a lot of reasons, personal reasons. Um, and we're, you know, we're trying to say, you know, and I'll, i drug addiction, for example, I truly believe that drug addiction is a mental health problem and not
0: a criminal problem. Um, sure. Because you can be addicted to anything, right? And even when you even when you break one addiction, you can get another addiction. It's just part of having an addictive addictive yeah. personality and all that stuff.
1: But we're saying, well, we can't judge this, this, know, this sounds pretty derogatory, this meth head for their habits because or their actions because they're dealing with this mental illness, which is addiction. Mm-hmm. And on one hand, yeah, I'm like, okay, I get that. On the other hand, well, some of it's self-inflicted. And you sure. need to learn how to make better decisions, but it's just we're picking and choosing where mental health can be used as not an excuse, but a justifier for for an action or an explanation, not a justifier, say an explanation for an action. Sure. Um, but we're cherry picking what those can and can't be. So here we have someone who, if is true, has been institutionalized numerous times, is on a bunch of different medication for depression and anxiety and sleep issues. She's sleep deprived. She's 66 years old or something so there's could be some other underlying um, you know brain deterioration issues um, who's on this crazy busy schedule and tweets something while under under the influence of a combination of drugs and alcohol and we're saying, oh, this is who she is as a person, but we're saying oh that that heroin addict down down the hall that's not who they are as a person they're dealing with mental health, which is true but why one and not the other or you know?
0: Right, I, I think I think another thing to consider is, uh, with, with your point, is we sometimes don't know what we're looking for either, and we don't know we're we're all laymen, right? We're not we're not all professionals in the medical field or or in in working with the the brain, so we don't know all of the qualities that somebody with a mental illness might have. So we. We are judging based on face value, and unfortunately, that's uh, that's one of the downsides with social media is, you know, we we can only judge based on what we see. And if we don't know how to perceive what we're seeing as being another a separate issue, then I think a lot of people are going to be quick to jump to another ulterior motive or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's my that's my thinking behind it, and I totally hear what you're saying, and I I agree with it. I I just I'm playing devil devil's advocate, you know. It's uh, yeah,
1: and I'm I'm okay with that, and I think that's that's good. And I I want that. I'm not saying what I'm saying is be all end all is right. I'm just pointing out I think the errors in how we're evaluating these situations, and and the lack of consistency is. I'm not saying what she said is right. I'm saying what no, we, yeah. what wasn't definitely wasn't right was how it was handled and, and the the decisions that were made following up to it, I guess, is all.
0: Yeah, you I in retrospect, you would have liked to have seen the people who are closest to her um sorta <laughs> make sure that she's okay. Yeah. You know, I, and, yeah, I,
1: and and to give her a chance to explain. I think that was the part that bugged me most was that the network dropped her immediately and everyone had this outrage. And she woke up and was like, yo, I, I wanted to talk about the Iran deal and how this was related to Iran deal. Not that I was calling you a monkey to, to a woman who is African-American, but is not like, I don't know, is apparently, allegedly, I think they're saying like one eighth or one sixteenth African-American. So very, very mm-hmm. light skinned African-American. So sure. and who Roseanne said, I didn't even know who she was like what she looked like i was just making a general statement poor choice in words again poor choice in words a lot of contributing factors i just i think i don't know society we like to complain too much and i think Mm -hmm. we need to grow some tougher skin and and focus and again not that this isn't a problem i just think one crazy person's tweet i wish we'd put as much energy into what we did into as a society into like Eviscerating Roseanne as we do to solving some other more pressing problems, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Is it a problem? Yes. Should we address it? Yes. But is it where we sh- where we should focus the bulk of our attention? I don't think so. I think there's bigger fish to fry in in improving um, equality for all people.
0: Sure, it's not like Roseanne's burning crosses in her front yard. You know what I'm saying? Like she's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the you KKK know, then, still exists. Like, let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah. You want to look at some racism? That's you can find it. You know. God um, damn it,
1: America! What happened to your country?
0: Dude, everything's going downhill. I've talked about it before, but it's the separation of the left and the right. We're Both sides are getting more extreme, so they're pushing further and further away from each other, and so there's no common ground anymore. Literally nope. none. So, um nobody can decide nobody can say hey this is something that i can agree with and you can agree with because there's just that little gap in between both parties now yeah where there's you know no viable opponent that can draw all of the voters in um so that's what's happened and uh yep. and also you know i don't know I it's just it's a lot there's a lot of this going on I don't know, man. It's it's just it's a mess. Uh, we got we got a little crazy on that.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I went on a rampage there. It's
0: okay. Um Johnny, do you do anything fun for Halloween? Halloween's coming up soon.
1: Uh we have had Halloween parties at our house before. Uh mm-hmm. Allie likes to dress up and we last year what did we do oh last year we were gonna have a halloween party um but we got winnie our puppy so we decided to not have a bunch of people dressed up in costumes around our eight week old puppy sure um the year before that we had a halloween party and we actually had a family costume um where ali and i dressed up as the the characters from jurassic park and then we got gus in a triceratops uh halloween costume <laughs> it was pretty good. If I say so, do say so myself. It's awesome. Um this year we're going to be in Mexico for Mike our former fact checker's wedding. Yeah. Um so I am assuming we're going to do something but I'm not dressing up. I'm not bringing shit to Mexico. My goal for Mexico, which is going to be really really hard to do, mm-hmm. is I want to read two books and mm-hmm. I want to relax. And that it's going to be tough to do that, but I'm going to try and make it work.
0: Yeah. So you said you're leaving out uh, on the 29th?
1: 27th. And I've come back okay. the 4th. And okay. then we could probably record that night. And then I'm going hunting for the rest of the week after. So it's okay. a it's a pretty crazy couple weeks for me.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, no, no worries. We'll figure something out. Um, and then you said next week is your... Is your B-Day?
1: Monday, the 22nd.
0: Monday, the 22nd. So we'll have to plan something for, for the 22nd, then get get Joe, wrangle him up, and see if we can get him on the podcast. But Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, for Halloween, I don't do anything.
1: No? Do you no. give out candy? Do you guys get a lot of kids? Because that was one thing that really, really disappointed me. Um, when we bought our house in winnipeg we bought so much candy and no kids showed up
0: and then my Ooh. fat ass just ate it all <laughs> um you know we're all out so we don't even we just turn our porch light off and that's sort of like the universal yep sign the for singer. hey we're not home so i just um, i remember when i was a kid they were just the
1: streets would be littered with people and it was 100%. so much fun and I would get pillowcases and pillowcases worth of candy, and uh, and you wouldn't eat know. it all.
0: And well, I would eat it grow. all. For fucking
1: right, I'd eat it all. Okay. <laughs> but there was definitely a hierarchy of candy, right? Like, right. You'd crush your favorite things first, and then slowly whittle down to you have that stupid, gross little candy corn thing. <laughs> but I'd still eat it because you know it was
0: candy. All the candy corn was manufactured at the same time. It just gets passed around. Yeah. Exactly. Re re halloween and candy corn for 25 (laughs) years
1: um i don't know i just it makes me sad because i kind of like seeing kids outfits and i I think it's Mm kind of cute um i did see this thing um in preparation for halloween that was like something along the lines if a teenager comes and you know trick-or-treating don't give them shit because they could be doing a lot of other worse things on halloween and i was like yeah i guess i kind of get that and i'm pretty chill if if like a 14 or 15 year old comes and they're somewhat dressed up. I'm like, you know what? You're getting into it. Fuck it. I don't care.
0: Yeah. I Honestly, if I were staying home and just man in the door and an adult came up to my door, dressed my up doorbell and said, yeah, dressed up, said trick or treat. I'm like, dude, here's a Snickers.
1: Yeah. Enjoy buddy. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Love never like, button. never give up that dream.
0: <laughs> Santa Claus is fake. Whoa, spoiler, dude. I'm going to have to put a spoiler (laughs) (laughs) in front of that. (laughs) Just for that little portion there. (laughs) Sorry. Um, No, but I I can appreciate people that put some work into into Halloween costumes, but I just don't, excuse me, (sighs) sorry. Um, I just don't like all of the preparation that goes into it. You know, like. It seems like... I don't know. It's one thing if it's like I'm going to a party, but like I don't want to dress up just walk around a neighborhood.
1: You don't want to be a sexy cat or a sexy police officer or a a sexy nurse or a sexy pirate or a sexy shoe or... (laughs) What's up with that? Why is everything sexy? Well, I don't know. So there's a lot of comedians that have a bit around this that Halloween is just like slut season and that you have an excuse to dress...
0: Um... Uh, pull your tits out pretty much
1: well it works both ways because guys are just as bad for it i'm a sexy police officer yeah you're not wearing a shirt and you have a a belt on congratulations dude um (laughs) but uh yeah i don't know it's just an excuse to be half naked in public and it's okay because it's halloween i i I like scary costumes not not even scary but creative or something Mm. artistic that people put a lot of thought into um i'm into that you know yeah my I don't wife's... want to see this half-naked kitty cat. Like, that's not cool to me. That's not a Halloween costume. And that's not original, clearly.
0: Right, right. They bought that at Walmart or Target or something. But
1: Unless your tail is an actual furry tail. Like, the the butthole furry is what I'm talking about. <laughs> You've never heard of that? That's a thing. You've never heard of that? What do you mean, butthole furry? It's It's a little butt plug that you put into your butt. And the back of it is a tail because that's no. apparently a fetish. You've never heard of that? Yeah, that's a fetish thing, man, <laughs> which is like walking the line of bestiality. But I think part of it is like the anime and hentai world is now becoming real life world. So people fantasize and fetishize anime characters that are part person, part animal. And now they're making their, you know, significant other Male or female wear these furry tails. It's a butt plug that has a tail attached to it.
0: But see, that's what I don't understand. Is because a tail is an extension of the spine, and last I checked, your spine doesn't pop out of your asshole.
1: Well, your your spine, your tailbone is right above your butthole, so it makes it makes some sense. But it's an easy way to insert it and it to stay, and you can you can wag it
0: uh, by twerking
1: like I'm people. doing right now. Twerky, 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 twerky. <laughs> You've never
0: heard of this thing? Oh
1: man, I know uh, what I'm looking up tonight, and I'm sending you some Johnny, fucking furry porn.
0: There is so much. There's so much that I don't know, Johnny. There's I so you so much really that haven't want to know. I you have, you have no really desire. haven't scratched the
1: surface of porn. You need I to am... dig a little deeper into X and XX than just the first six videos on the homepage.
0: I don't know, dude. I'm sort of like, uh, I, I do some window shopping and then <laughs> every once in a while I'll go in and I'll just try on something, but it's, I'm not going to like, I approach, I approach porn the same way I approach actual shopping where I don't, I don't, I know what I'm looking for. I know what gets the job done You are the most I'm Midwest going for that family man ever. Dude, screw it, man. Mish life. I just, <laughs> I just watch, I just watch, uh, <gasps> porn of like, uh. Just middle-aged people doing it uh, missionary, just, uh, missionary style. Just yeah.
1: average, average people. Just uh, yeah, no
0: good uh, angles, no good uh. angles. Like maybe a single lamp on in the background. <laughs> so really bad,
1: <laughs> so you can't see them that well.
0: <laughs> really bad video quality. Really grainy. It looks like it was shot <laughs> oh, with like an God. iPhone 3G or something like that. Yeah, like that's what I like. <laughs> that's the kind of that's the kind of porn I like watching, dude. Well, I'm
1: about to blow your mind, buddy.
0: Do you uh, do you watch a lot of high quality stuff? Uh, does that does that does that pull on your chain, or do you uh, do you really just like the obscure stuff?
1: Uh, I mean, I feel like porn is one of those slippery slopes that you slowly become desensitized, and then you start going to more and more extreme things to mm-hmm. find some excitement, and that's how a porn addiction starts. What? Um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm a generalist, but I have some, you know, everyone's got their thing that they, they kind of search out occasionally.
0: Yeah. Do you, do you like surprising yourself with with something new and different?
1: Ooh, like porn roulette. You just close yeah. your eyes and swipe around and pick that video. And yeah. man, if it's guy on guy, you just got to go with it.
0: <laughs> you got to find man, a way. A bleached butthole out. is a
1: bleached butthole. Okay.
0: <laughs> Unless there's something <laughs> hanging below it, dude.
1: Well, you just mentally blocked that out. Um, I did read an article that was talking uh, some science behind porn and male ejaculation that apparently mm-hmm. um, men ejaculate or report ejaculating more and having a more intense orgasm when there's another man in the video.
0: You know what? I'm not going to lie to you. I prefer to watch... Porn yeah with another, me with too. another, with another dude in it. and it's not because i want to see the dick it's because well I'm i mean put, that's okay zach it's because i'm i i put myself into a yeah it's it's role playing into here. a mindset yeah. yeah yeah where where i am in that position or something, it's the beginning
1: you know? of of uh ar
0: uh yeah because if if you showed me a list of dude porn stars faces I I think there might only be a couple that I'd be able to pull out. I don't know, but
1: I know what all their dicks look like. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have like
0: a list and you're like, all right, I got to watch only videos with this guy in it because this guy has the most uh, Johnny looking.
1: No, but sometimes I go through phases around uh, women porn stars where I'm like, let's see. I want to look at your, you know, your life's work your art and i want to learn (laughs) who you are as a person Mm -hmm. um and you know your acting ability sometimes like sometimes i focus in on specific porn stars yeah you know
0: there are certain guys that i i started out watching and then i've i've gradually migrated more towards ron jeremy and i think it's because i've gained weight i think it's (laughs) because i've gained weight And I think you're not balding, so. Well, but I gotta like put myself into a similar position, you know. And there's yeah, you're not
1: Ron Jeremy fat, though.
0: I'm not Ron Jeremy fat, but there's no like just regular old (laughs) pudgy, average Joe. Like there's either (laughs) dad porn, (laughs) there's either ripped or there's uh Ron Jeremy grotesquely. And so so I'm not, I'm not ripped, so I gotta go full Ron Jeremy. So I've actually been like shoving down. Hold on, actually, you're eating some more Reuben sandwiches i got some uh, nearly expired Girl Scout cookies that I didn't sell from last year that have just been sitting. They actually oh hold God. up really why well. Would
1: you, why would you do that to me when you know I'm eating clean? Got any of the mint ones? You need the mint ones. The mint nope. Girl Guide cookies are to die for. I don't know if you've ever had one Ooh. of these. You know those are closely expired because the chocolate has that white film on it. Uh
0: it doesn't taste like chocolate so much at the first bite. But then you get it. It's, yeah. the, it's the s'mores ones. Have you had the s'mores ones before? No. Gross. Um,
1: but what? on that note, let's on, wrap man. this up. Because I want to go eat my oranges. That's my dessert.
0: That's not I a might, dessert.
1: I might spice it up a little bit and throw a grapefruit in there. That's not dessert, dude. It's sweet. It has sugars and carbs. It's, it's true. Dessert. It does.
0: It's, I mean keep living, keep living your lie. Hey guys, uh, you can find us, uh, on social media at jumbled podcast. Uh, you want to send us an email that'd be jumbledpodcast@gmail.com or Johnny.Jumbled@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Um, if you want to listen to us anywhere else besides where you're listening, we're everywhere else. Um, Johnny is showing me his, his <laughs> blood splattered, <laughs> Kleenexes. Rag. Yep. Oh, that he—that he's literally cleaning his nose the entire podcast. We stopped talking about it the first ten minutes, and then—and then the entire time he was doing it. It's good now. It's not bleeding anymore. That's good. Uh, um, but if you want to listen to us anywhere else besides for SoundCloud, do it. Uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Player.fm. Um, everybody who's listening right now should go over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. That would be great. Um and if you want to be a patron to the podcast, head over to head over to Patreon.com slash jumbled and uh get us an address. Um also thanks to our sponsor, Audible, head over to Audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30 day trial and free audiobook. Uh Johnny will have in a couple weeks uh the rundown on on his book of the month for November. We're Which is
1: the highest rated audiobook on Audible.
0: Did you Fun just fact. pull that you pull that fact out of your ass or is that true?
1: That is true. Just like 80% of stats are made up, but that one is actually true.
0: Okay. I believe both those are actually true. <laughs> <laughs> Statistics who can believe them, right? Um I think that's it guys. So if you um if you would be so kind as to join us back next week for another episode of Jumbled, that'd be great. Uh, but until then, thank you for listening to another episode of Jumbled, your favorite podcast
1: about Zach's porn addiction.
0: Mm, Zach's porn addiction—it's a lot of missionary. Oh mish. <laughs> oh mish. <laughs>
1: We'll see you guys. (laughs) Um, One pump every five seconds. Yeah. Bye.